Till everybody take over, the party's over Tell them betray us, we need all the game is over I feel the force over me like a battle's over Tell them return of the one, only master Yoda When I'm around rocking, there's no more umbrella She's funny, I'm glad, she's me and I'm the over Haters, I'm ready to turn them in hard believers I'm gonna shine everywhere like a supernova
my check. Welcome to Club Shada episode 166. 20 years. I hope everybody is in the best spirits. I hope everybody had a great beginning of a week. Uh, what did I do this week? Nothing. Since the year started, I've, I've just been chilling. Uh, I've got to tell you about my show. <laughs> And, um, uh, but before I go, I hope everybody's fine. I want to say hi to all the new subscribers to the channel, more than 5,000 new people. Luvensky, Arthur, oh, 4,000. Zarna, your girl, Tiana, Dasha, Di Ebonzo, Bruno. That's everybody that are new subscribers to the YouTube channel. I want to also say hi to our Facebook uh audience if you if you're watching from facebook put some rainbows in the chat if you are watching from youtube put some uh, unicorns in the chat and uh, of course don't forget to put your likes i've seen that uh, ooh, lots of likes on facebook nice um youtube youtube go ahead uh so yeah from time to time we go live from you from facebook as well and sometimes twitch and in the future i believe that i will sometimes go live on all platforms at the same time youtube facebook twitch twitter instagram etc but uh, i'm working on it this show is brought to you by Shadowware, the gods of good fortune. It is midnight and 41 minutes in Lisbon, Portugal. I started the show a little earlier um, uh, <laughs> eh, just because I was I was ready. I was just ready on time and I was like, All right, let's go. Uh, sometimes I ask myself if I should uh, if I should have my intro start after one song so five minutes more or less or four minutes or if i should uh play two songs i like two songs give time the time give people the time to come in etc 
But at the same time, um, sometimes, especially on Facebook, some people, they show up, then they disappear after five minutes if the, the, the show didn't start. So, um, but in reality, I don't conform myself to platforms. The platforms conform themselves to me and the people as well. So I'm going to do as I want to do. I have a good show for you tonight. We're going to go down to the memory lane. Uh, I want to acknowledge this. Oh, there's no stream royalty. What? If you want to be the first stream royalty uh, of 2023, all you need to do to be the stream royalty the whole month, all you need to do is do a donation of $1. And you become the stream royalty uh, you go to YouTube, you click on the super chat icon and poof, you become the stream royalty. You are the king of the stream until somebody donates more than you. Now, you know, <sighs> so how you been guys? I've been doing great. Let me see who's here. Theodore Chimanga. Happy New Year on Facebook. Catherine. Hello, sis. I hope you're doing good. Sabrina. I hope you're doing good. So everybody tell me, put the flag of where you're watching from and what time it is, where you are watching. Jose Felix. Oi. Bonoit. Espero que tudo está bem. Provavelmente lá em Brasil, ou buscar outro país. Mas, uh, Fort Bliss in Texas, it is 7 and oh, oh, Master Electronic, there we go. Stream Royalty, ça, ça fait longtemps que tu n'étais pas Stream Royalty. So, my brother Master Electronic, how you feeling? I hope you're doing great. I hope you are uh, in your bed and not uh, still. Uh, Hospitalized. I hope you're doing better and that your breathing is good. Like I told you, you're going to be fine. Uh, thanks. Malcolm Beats. What it do? Emery. What it does? I hope I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, it's very interesting, you know. Facebook is special. I schedule my life for midnight and thirty, right? So if I come live at midnight and thirty or thirty-one, thirty-two, more or less, then it everybody gets a notification. Now, if I if I if I go live before schedule, so I started live six minutes before schedule. And a lot of people either didn't receive my, my WhatsApp notification or didn't receive the YouTube notification. This is crazy. Uh, that's what, listen, we should all go on. You should all be part of my Discord so that um, on my, on the, on the Club Shada special um discord channel when i go live i send a notification to you guys 
But yeah. So 144 in Sweden. Montreal 745. How's the weather in Montreal? How's it going out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. So, let me tell you how my. <laughs> so, um, when I do a show, uh, when people want to book me for a show, the first thing they have to do before it appears on my planning, it appears anywhere, on my Spotify profile, on my on my on Kesha.com, etc., etc. The first thing you have to do is. Pay me 50%. Why? Uh, so that I don't get book, I don't book a date and block a date, then I cannot sell anymore to anybody else. Uh, and then at the last minute or a week before, or four days before, you just tell me that, oh, you cannot do the show for whatever reason. We go, we went through this enough in my career that at a point we were like nah listen i don't care if you are my brother my best friend if you want to book a show it's very simple you pay 50 percent of the price and uh so if you cancel i keep my money now if you cancel like two days before the show and so you didn't give me the chance to to book another date, right? In place of your show. I will just keep your 50%. And if you want to book another show, you will need to pay me again. Now, if you give me enough time, like two weeks, a week, 10 days, whatever. And you say, oh, listen, for whatever reason, we have to rebook on another date. It's okay. You paid 50% and you have six months to choose another date and then before I come to the next, to the show in the new date, you'll give me the other 50%. And if it's in another country, you will pay me, you will pay me before I take the plane. So I don't just go there to have conversations with you. I'm not interested in a negotiation. You know, people love to have last minute negotiation in the hotel room just before the show. And then they try to convince you that, oh, you have to go. Your fans are waiting. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I'm going back to my room. So as, as I learned, you know, as I, I went through the motions of performing, dealing with promoters, etc., I learned to place all these things and to not be emotional about the shows. Even if the fans are waiting and uh, I haven't been paid, uh, you will not pressure me into all the fans are waiting. I don't care. Uh, if you don't pay me, it's your fault that the fans are waiting. It's not my fault. So a lot of people, they get emotional with these things. And I was like this too when I was younger. I was like, oh, the fans are waiting. Oh my God. Okay, let's do it. And then they say, don't worry. Soon as the show is over, I'll pay you. Of course, soon as the show is over, they disappear or they invent something or they say, oh, you know, we had a problem or oh, somebody stole the money, whatever. They will find a trick to not pay you. So, bless up, MJ. 
So you start understanding that um, in reality, um, you really need to, yeah, to take care of your business and to protect your side. And, and it's not just for shows, it's for anything where you have to do a work, even beat making, uh, performing on a song or, or anything that somebody has to pay me before I start, I need 50%. And same thing, when I hire somebody to do a job, a beat or whatever, somebody who either, depending on the business, we, 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 we work. If we decide that we, uh, uh, you want X amount for uh, the work, I'll pay you 50% before you start working so that if you don't do what you're supposed to do after a certain point, I can start pressuring you. Um, and because you want your 50%, the rest of the money, yeah, you work and deliver me on time. So this takes us to the first of the year. So first of the year, listen, the, the 31st was crazy. 31st, you know, partying, everybody at the house, family, kids. I think I went to sleep at 7 a.m. Everybody woke up in the house around 11, 12. So I was really tired. Uh, kids that, that were there, we ate everything. Uh, Wife, wife and, and sister-in-law were completely tired. Um, but okay, we're chilling. Midnight and a half, I start Club Shada last week. And during the show, I was super tired. Uh, I don't know if it was visible, but I was really feeling like something here. Like I, I knew I was tired and I knew I needed to sleep at least one hour before uh going to the show because if not that would have been horrible so i'm here uh so i think we started club shut at midnight and a half and we we were done at 2 a.m this time portuguese time the show was at 4 a.m and no i think i, I, I finished around 1 45 a.m. I don't remember. Anyway, I didn't do a long show. Now, just after the show, I upload the episode to Spotify and, and the podcast. So because you can also check this show out on Spotify and all the podcast platforms in audio. So soon as I finish the show, I upload the file uh, straight to those platforms. Now, I'm here uh, and I'm really feeling tired. I really, now I'm really feeling like the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole New Year Eve celebration uh, aftermath. I'm so tired, uh, but I still have to prepare the show. So all my show are already pre-prepared. I have a lot of mega mixes, medley of, all my hits that are already that are already um, in place in uh, in 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 my my folders, 
So sometimes I just send a link to the DJ so that they already have the show and when I come, they just have downloaded it. Or, but in any case, I always have my, oh, I don't know where it is. I always have a USB pen drive one of my USB pen drive ready with some songs and the show. And I was not finding the, 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 the that drive. And I was like, okay, listen, here's what I'm gonna, here's how I'm gonna plan the thing. I'm gonna prepare my show, put everything in a pen, have my, my clothes, everything ready. Then I'm gonna go on the sofa and I'm gonna sleep for at least one hour. And uh, because I could not find a pen drive, I had to then go and look in my, 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 all my stuff, find a pen drive. Once I found one, I had to clean it, then copy the show in it, then pre put everything in my pants and then have everything ready. Then I, I put TV and I try to sleep and I, I don't know, I didn't really sleep well. Uh, around 2.30, I finally start getting asleep and i really didn't want to go perform at all like listen i was like listen and listen even when those guys book the show i said to myself what's the point of booking a show on the first of january when the party is on the 31st it made no sense to me but they were like no nah, no nah, we're doing a big three days party i was like okay listen it's up to you all i know is that if i have to perform on the 31st you have to pay three times the price so of course they preferred everybody's scared of booking me on the 31st or the or the on the 24th because of course uh it's ex it's more expensive so they they're like no 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 we want you on the first but i was like and it, people are gonna be tired no nah, don't worry we got this you got this okay cool no problem pay me my 50 percent. they pay the 50 percent. okay i'm cool now, took the 50%, bought some Christmas present, put them under the tree. We good. Now, uh, the whole New Year's Eve, the day was amazing. The, not only the day was amazing, but the time was amazing. It was 18 degrees Celsius all night. So super warm, uh, great weather. It rained for four days before and the day of New Year's Eve, it was not raining. But the day of the show, on, so on the 1st of January, it started raining early in the morning and it rained all day. And it probably stopped raining around 8 p.m. Then it rained again at 10 p.m. And then it stopped raining around 1 a.m. I was like, oh, listen, from my experience, every time I have a show and there is a lot of rain that day, there's a 50% chance that most people will not go to the show or half of the people will not go because yeah, when it's raining, people don't want to drive. People don't want to like. People don't want to go get out the house, take the subway, whatever. Whatever is the reason, when there's rain, people tend to want to stay at home. Now, the whole day I was like, wait a minute. Yesterday was New Year's Eve. People probably got drunk, 
spent the whole night partying, celebrating the new year. Everybody stayed sleeping until I don't know what time. Then it was raining, so everybody stayed in bed and everybody's probably feeling like me, which is I was in my sofa, on my sofa. I, I have, I have, I have, I have my, my pillow when I want to sleep in the, 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 the living room. I have my pillow. I got my, my, listen, I have my whole thing there. Super comfortable. I was just there and I was like, I just want to stay there. I don't want to, I don't want to go. I don't want to go perform. And until when it was like, you know, sometimes you can't sleep because whatever is the stress. But when the sleep is starting to find you, it's so good. And then by three, I don't, I know before going to sleep, I just told Siri to, to put my alarm at 2.50. And uh, listen, when I heard my alarm, I was in despair because I was just entering this deep sleep after 20 minutes. And then Siri wakes me up. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, how long till this guy come pick me up? So I'm waiting for DJ Beleza to come pick me up. And he told me 3 a.m. at your house. So it's like 2.55 and I'm just like this, like. And I, I, you know, I have my eyes closed, but I'm awake. And I'm just like, I have to put my pants. I have to go put my my shirt and then be ready for the show. Put some oil on my bird. Pick my glasses. Let's go. And then pick a, uh, a towel for the sweat and one of these sushi roll hoodies for after the show. So I'm just ready to joke, jump out the sofa and move and just go down and go to the show maybe sleep a little more in the car and after that um after that do my show half an hour then come back home but listen i don't want to go all i want is to sleep because i'm just like everybody else i'm tired and in my opinion i'm like who's partying today and I get a phone call at 3.05 from my booking agent, DJ Beleza, telling me. And I, I'm like, yo. And he's like, me, I was thinking he would tell me, oh, I'm downstairs. He tells me, hey, there's only 10 people at the party. And I'm like, word. But in my head, I'm like, thank God. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, they are asking us if you don't mind postponing the show to an, another one of their parties, like, uh, yeah, in the later date, in a month or two, or whatever, Valentine's Day, something else. They're asking if, if you agree to, to them do the show another night without losing their 50%, their deposit. I told him, 
yeah, no problem. All good. Fine for me. And he's like, oh, I was already on my, on the car coming to get you. And they call me. And I was like, I'm in my bed, bro. And I'm very happy about this news. He's like, oh, you're not upset? I'm like, no, <laughs> not at all. Listen, this is so cool when you listen. This is so cool when instead of surviving from shows, shows become extra money. This is so cool because listen, it's not that I'm I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say I don't want to take that money because yeah, I take it of course. But the great thing is, I don't need it. If if I had, yeah, listen, I would buy some presents like. My son's birthday is coming. My wife's birthday. My wife's birthday is in, in the, the 15th. So it's in, in, in 10 days. And my son's birthday is on the 17th. So both are following each other. Listen, I would just take my cachet, divide it in two, and buy both of them a present. Perfect. But listen, I have some, some economy. I'm good. So... It was not a question of money, even if, yeah, listen, if I really had to go, yeah, listen, I would have stand up, put myself on autopilot, sleep in the car, arrive there, perform for 30 minutes, do some photos, go back to sleep. But the way I was comfortable in my sofa and I was under my sheets while I was talking to him, he said, okay, I'm going back to bed. And I was like, yeah, we talk tomorrow. Also, what do they, I tell them? I say, yeah, yeah, tell them that they have six months to, you know, as the contract says. He's like, okay, so we talk tomorrow. We're like, peace. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I went to bed. I slept like a baby. Listen, I slept like a baby. I don't even remember what time I woke up. I think I woke up at 1 p.m. Uh, when my wife arrived at the, or my daughter came. I no, I woke up. My daughter was on top of me, uh, playing her PlayStation, uh, her playing the with her iPad or watching her iPad. She was on top of me, and and my wife was like, "You still sleeping?" I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, you must be tired from the show. I was like, what show? Your show yesterday. I was like, there was no show. Yeah. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So yeah, there was only 10 people. Makes no sense. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, nah, don't be. I, I, listen, cool. And I, it's not like I, it's not going to be a show. It's going to be later, later on. So uh and i was like and, and i was like listen it, it made no sense a party on the first of january anyway on a sunday and on a rainy day and she was like yeah 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 that's true and i was like yeah well you know all good listen so yeah that was uh how i started the week so it's not that i didn't start the year making money because I still got paid 50%. I mean, I got paid 50% in advance. So I had it already. But yeah, you know. So this show probably will be, uh, I don't know. When they decide to do one, when they're ready to do another party. So I don't know. I don't even know how well, how their party went. So Because it was like a three-day 
extravaganza. So I know they had a party on the 30th, another on the 31st, and then another one on the 1st. So I don't know how the other two went. Probably the one on the 31st was probably full of people. I, I don't know. Listen, I have no idea. All I know is the, the, the club was 30 minutes away from my house. So it's not like you had, you know, you, you hate this type of thing when you had to take a plane, travel like across the globe and be in those situations. But when it's a situation like this and you are actually in your bed and it's all good because the show is like 10 minutes away, 20 minutes away. It's all good. Like you're like, hey, bro, I was so tired. You have no idea. It is what it is. Dalia, everybody, I'm announcing that Saturday uh, I will be the guest at Dalia MTV's channel. Uh, and we'll talk about virtual reality. So I'm waiting for everybody. Saturday, 5 p.m. our time. I don't know what time it is for you. But it is 1 a.m. here, so you you do your math. This sounds like the timing for the show was just bad. Yeah, I don't believe it was a did it was a good uh, it was a good idea to do it at that time. Postponing it. Oh, listen, I slept so good. <laughs> you have no clue how happy I was. I was just like, yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. <sighs> oh, listen. It's crazy. It's crazy. Listen, you have no idea the amount of money you have to spend because you have Christmas, New Year, New Year's Eve, then my wife's birthday then my son's birthday then you have my birthday on the 22nd but at that, at that time i'm like nah, i'm done i'm done i don't need to do nothing same feeling i get when they call me there have been a problem on a railroad and my line in cancel i cry of joy <laughs> you know what i hate i hate when uh I'm on another city or in another country and it's 4 a.m. and they were they were supposed to call us at 2 a.m. for example and maybe the people took too much time to enter and they were waiting for the, the, the club to be full 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 or whatever their reason and they call you at 4 a.m. They're like, hey, we're downstairs. And you've been waiting since 2 a.m. You were ready at 2 a.m. You you slept maybe a little bit. And then after that, you were just waiting. And now you're really tired, tired, tired. <sighs> so you really have to wake up. I mean, you have to. And then you have to go put some water on your face and then go in the car. And then you sleep on all the way. You try to like to get all the little bit of sleep you can. And then you you in, in then you have to stay in the backstage and sometimes you have to wait another half an hour and you're like oh my god and you only perform at 5 a.m. you're tired and some other times everything is clockworks but you know it is that's 
that's life on the road. Sometimes everything goes great. Sometimes. <laughs> Let me see. My birthday is going to be on what? It's going to be on a. Hey, it's going to be on a Sunday. Look at that. 49. Damn. This thing is itching. I have to clean those things. Look dirty, but they are itching. So I have to put them in alcohol. Is that serious? So, what do I want to? I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about two uh, significant uh, dates that are approaching in my life, um, and those two dates are um, the 20-year anniversary of two big events that uh, changed my life. Uh, so on the 17th of of, um, of January. It will be um, that's true. On the twenty first, twenty sorry, on the seventeenth of January, uh, my son will be twenty. Listen, I remember when I was twenty at the university, studying studying economics at uh, Paris, Treize La Sorbonne. And Paris 2. Yo. That was like 29 years ago. And then. Uh, I remember. That my son. Was born. In the middle of me. Recording. The album It's Her Love. And. At that time I didn't know. What I was. I had no idea what, how I was gonna do that. I remember calling my parents because um, I had just separated from his mom, and then she 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 told me that she was pregnant, and uh, I was just like, so first of all, we have to get back together. That was like the first thing that I said to myself for because of my education, because, you know, I was like, nah. And, but I remember the most significant part, of course, being at the, at the, being at the, the, the birth uh, at the hospital for the, for the, for the delivery was, was an amazing moment. Uh, but, um, Another amazing moment was when I called my parents to tell them, because I remember I was with Sumia and we were recording uh, the album. Uh, so um, I was recording It's All Love and I was also recording. Uh, so so two, that's two, 2002, right? Like I was recording It's All Love and at the same time I was recording Sumia's album in two different studios uh so sumia's first album and it's all love my my album and i remember that uh so it was the winter probably 
when I when I when I announced to my to my parents, it was probably I don't know October, November. I'm not sure. And uh, I said to myself, okay, I'm gonna. I can forget my name. My parents are gonna remove all heritage from me. They're gonna tell me to change my my surname and just be out of the family because I had a, a kid before getting married, etc. I really, I really was thinking all that. So I remember that I was in the studio with Sumia, and first of all, I announced to her, uh, and then she was like, "Oh my God, like how?" Blah 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 blah. And then, um, so I talked to her about it and then, and I was like, I don't know how to tell to my parents, they're going to be so disappointed in me, blah, 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 blah. And I, I mean, I had two albums already, but my career was because I decided to be independent. So I was really in this thing where there was no Sony behind me. There was like, it was just me, uh, just becoming, uh, yeah, creating, being my own boss and doing my own thing and and with some different partners but it was really me becoming like sushi raw and uh i was like i don't know how to i don't know how to say i don't know like my parents are gonna kill me and you know it was but back then we had we had mobile phones of course already uh but there was no iphone yet there was no smartphone yet we were, we were still on nokia talking about 2002 right so it was not like today where you have a smartphone with whatsapp and you call your parents on whatsapp and you can just talk and talk and talk and talk like today and it's free no no no, no. at that time you had to send sms it was 20 cents per sms and in some countries you had to pay even to receive your sms you would receive first how much you lost plus the, the, the message will come in and uh for international call, you would not use your, your mobile. You would go down to the the phone cabin. You would put a, a card that you pre pre-filled with maybe 50 euros card. You would put in the cabin and then you would call Africa. And you would call on the landline and hope that your parents reply. So after a long conversation with Sumia, I told her, hey, uh, so what should I do? And she was like, tell them. Those, those are your parents. Your parents are amazing. They will understand. They will just tell them. So, uh, yeah, took the courage. So she, she was recording. So I left her with the engineer after giving all the instruction of how whatever song we were recording, everything that she had to do. And I said, listen, I'll be back in 15, 20 minutes. So I exit the studio, go downstairs, go to the, go find the phone line, which was like 10 minutes walk. And it was the winter, I remember it was. And uh, I took my phone card, put it in the machine, do, 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 called Congo. So I called the, the, the main line. Uh, so we had an operator, an operator in the, in the, in the, in the house that tell them it's me and then they they pass you uh, to the parents so at a point my dad answers my dad my, they they give me my dad on the phone so i call for so you call the security the security recognize me and then give him my dad and it's my dad on the phone he's like hello 
And I'm like, oh. hey, dad. Hey, oh, how are you, my son? So oh, I'm fine. Hey, listen, I have a, I have a big news. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, yeah, Van is pregnant. Uh, we're going to have a son. And I really thought that my dad would yell. <laughs> I really thought that, yo, I'm done. It's over. My life is over. Uh, he's going to tell me, what? What did you do? And And my dad was like, Oh, but this is a good thing. Does your mom know? I said, no, not yet. And she was like, oh, congrats. Let me give you your mom. Hey, my son is like, hey, mom. Hey, so what's going on? What is the good news? I said, oh, Van is pregnant. And she, and she was like, what? But you guys are not. Ain't you separated or something? And I was like, yeah, but I mean, we'll figure it out. And she was like, yeah, but oh, I'm going to be a grandma. I'm so happy. Listen, oh, so good. We're going to check the tickets. When When is it coming? We're going to check the tickets to come. We have to be there, et cetera, et cetera. I have to call your grandma. I have to call your aunties. I got, oh, my God. This is it. Okay. Bye, my son. You know. At that time, you didn't stay hours on the phone because it cost a lot of money. So we hang up. I just stared there in the cabin, like in the cold for five minutes, reflecting on life. And then I came back to the studio. I went up and when Sumia, I go back in the studio and Sumia is like, so, uh, so what did they say? And I said, they are happy. I start crying. I was so, uh, so relieved and I was happy. And then, yeah. The rest is history. Was born January seventeenth uh, of uh, two thousand and three, uh, and I really asked myself at that time, "How am I going to feed this kid?" <laughs> like, I was not having a lot of shows, and I was not having other revenues because back in the days there was no streaming services. You would do an album, you would sell some copies. And then at a point you would stop selling copies because, yeah, uh, you didn't. You would stop making new copies because the stores wouldn't maybe order more. So uh, you would you had to to think about the stock and stuff. And so it was no uh, passive income. It was like you want to make money first. You have to buy some more CDs and then put them on the shelves, and people have to buy them. And the first two albums didn't belong to me because they, I was signed to Sony. So the first two albums, they made the money. I made six or seven percent of that money. So it was not enough. It was enough to pay, uh, yeah, maybe a year of rent, whatever. But after uh, 98, 99, uh, and now we're in 2002. So it's been four, four years. No. 99, 2001, So it's been three years that I didn't do an album and I was a little bit disgusted of the, the music industry. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm done with these things, but I had no money. When I was doing some shows, one show maybe a month, I could pay one rent. I was do, doing some small stuff, but you know, it, it was like the first crossing of the desert. 
and yeah i was asking myself how am i gonna feed that kid <laughs> which takes us to the second thing i want to celebrate and first i'm gonna say i'm gonna check your messages on facebook yosano says keisha you are the man long time ago i heard my first song of yours music Quarian. wow this is part of what i'm about to celebrate now uh martyr what up what up um well you know you know that was a risky call um you know this is such a great story when we were following you back then we only saw a superstar with huge songs and videos making breakthrough in francophone africa etc oh my god <laughs> yeah but i was living life at the same time like uh, like all of us so um something i want to celebrate is this year as my son is about to be 20 uh my first ever album i'm ready is also 25 that album came out 25 years ago with bounce baby and telephone and this year we are also celebrating 20 years of my album it's all love featuring the track music warion featuring the track fiona featuring the track um uh on Dequa. Uh, and a lot of tracks that to me are really uh, iconic. I think this album is really the album where I I understood business. And uh, the intro is called the Vafcore intro. The name of this intro is very important because the name of my the mo the mother of my son is. Vania Valente Correa Trinidad and she has a song in there as well no it's in the next album she has a song but Vafcor is how was her nickname so at that time this is her intro because the, all I'm talking about in this album is actually this whole situation of and the outro of this album is called the Ilian Joshua outro so when I started the album, I didn't know that I was about to have a son. And when I was done with the album, I knew that I had I was having a son. Or maybe it was born when I was when I was doing because I always do the intro and the outro at the end of the album. So probably it was it was born already when I was finishing the album. Because the album came out probably in March or April. I don't, I'm not I don't remember. But you have songs like Music Quarion. Uh, funky electronic compa, uh, on the qua heartbeat, je sais qui elle est, um, te quiero 88 BPM, Fiona. So, uh, 
to make you hear a little bit of uh, uh, of the album. Uh, so you had Fiona with the iconic Congolese guitar on a on a Candy Zook beat that became of one of the songs where all the Kizomba people started uh, learning to dance, which is crazy with that bass. Eighty-eight BPM. Your body is like a gold mine. Expansions of the flesh. Te quiero. Te quiero. Je sais qui elle est, of course. Why? Funky electronic compa. Music Warion. I came to let you know in the city you're looking at a music warrior. And of course the iconic Andiqua. Dangerous, come on. What can I say out? Very important, the lyrics. First of all, I'm fabulous. So, all these songs uh, came out in 2003. For those who want to listen to, um, for those who want to listen to the listening party uh i have a uh, it's a love listening party the the video is on the youtube channel go there just type keisha it's a love listening party and you can have me explain all the songs and etc etc so i'm not going to do it here but the two blessing the two blessings came at the same time at the same time i had a son that that was born and maybe for a month, I had no idea how I was, I was going to feed him. Because even if I already had some hits like Bounce Baby and Telephone, they were still old. And at the same time, the business model was completely different. The business was you do a hit and then you go do some shows. But once you have done a show in the same place three times, they stop calling you because they've seen you already. So they don't need you to come and sing again. And so Telephone, Bounce Baby, World War Chico were starting to become, yeah, old songs, four years old, and there were new songs coming out and stuff. And, um, and then I had Sumia's album exploding the charts, becoming the, the number one Zook artist uh, coming out and then this album 20 years ago came out and it's a uh, listen it's to me it's incredible to think that a song that on the quad that people are still playing in every wedding every african party especially in the francophone area but also every congolese party but every even ivory coast and and everywhere else that were 
20 years before the era of all the Afrobeats uh, legends of today, Andiqua with uh, Premier Gaou are those iconic songs that change the sound of Ivory Coast music, African music in general. And that was 20 years ago. So 2023 is a special year for me. Like, that's a lot of, of iconic songs that, that, that have been created. And uh, I'm really grateful. Uh, first of all, I want to, I want to, I want to thank uh, Tia, Anofela and Top One uh, because we created that song together. Uh, remember, so the way that song was was done, uh, let me explain to you, even if it's, it's something I, I already explained. Happy New Year, Meggy. Ah, that's amazing. I'm telling you. Free. Happy New Year. Now we are celebrating the 20 years of Ondiqua. Ah, that's cool. It will be on my page as every video, but if you come to my YouTube channel, Keisha.tv, you will have all the episodes. They're all here. So don't worry. Everything's going to be there. Uh, so um, as I was saying, The way I created that song, um, I was in a club. I was in a club uh, called L'Atlantis. And it was a club that uh, the actual bodyguard of my dad today, when he comes to Europe, to Paris, to Europe, he's, he's traveling with him everywhere. Metro Double One was actually the security and he's a guy that known my dad forever. They probably trained together and he's a black belt karate guy. And he was the he was the the main security of that club. And the owner of the club was a friend of, of my parents as well. So it's a club that I could just go as I wanted. And I performed there before. But I was always in that club. And I remember one day, um, I'm with my mom and we, at that point, my parents live in Ivory Coast. So that time was, I think my parents are still exiled from, from, from Congo and they live in Ivory Coast. And they all have uh, Congolese, no, they have Ivory Coast passport. Laurent Bagbo, who was, uh, uh, who's, who's a friend of my, my father, just hooked them up with Ivory Coast passport. So the whole family, we had uh, service passports from Ivory Coast, that those, the black passports. So we all became Ivory Coast citizens because of all the problems in um, in Congo politi politically. So Bagbo took us in. My parents moved to 
Kokodi in Abidjan, in Ivory Coast. So one day I go see my parents in Ivory Coast and I, I, I went to do a show and, I, and I, I came to see my parents. So I'm with my parents in Ivory Coast. My mom opened, uh, so my mom had a lot of nightclubs. Uh, my mom is a, is really, she's a really a businesswoman. Uh, and she had a nightclub in Congo, but because of uh, the war, the, 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 the civil war at a point, they broke her club. So when she moved to with my dad to and my and my and my little sisters to Ivory Coast, uh, she opened a restaurant. So she had a restaurant in 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 De Plateau, and they had a house in Cocody in Ivory Coast. And I and I go see my parents, and as I go see my parents, we hear that that we're chilling, and we watch we're watching TV, and on TV there's something very strange happening i see a lot of women with um, traditional pan boo-boos dressing you know that african uh, garment dancing on top of coca-cola bottles and doing very strange movements it's like it's like african twerk i mean it's like the original twerk and they hear and they like dancing on top of the bottle and it's it's very like it's very graphic but it plays on tv like us and everybody's like it's everybody is and i'm not like, i'm i'm asking my mom like mom what is this and she's like oh this is mapuka i'm like mapuka what is this and she's like oh no this is like a this is what everybody love here this is like the and so the sound of mapuka was uh, a lot of harmonica Harmonica sound, that was that that style of music. So out there in Ivory Coast, I discover Zuglu, and I discover Mapuka, and Mapuka is very yeah, very special. And uh, I was like, wow, this is very graphic. This is like how like it's like oh yeah here okay. But I was, I, I was kind of interested. So I, keep, I kept notes. So at that time, there was no YouTube. But uh, I asked for some videotapes or some DVDs. I don't remember. Or CD-ROMs with some Mapuka music and some Mapuka videos. Because I was like, oh, that's super interesting. I'm always like interested in other people's culture. And I remember after spending like uh, a week with my parents in Abidjan. Every club were, were playing Mapuka. So I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, stayed in my head. I was like, oh, I have to try this. When I get home, I have to try something that sounds this way. And um, I come back home in Paris and I go to the club, L'Atlantis. And I remember that there was a song from uh, Mewe uh, called uh, 200% Zo Blazo. Blazo, Blazo, Zo Blazo. On a and that song was always my one of my favorite tracks. I had no idea 
where Mayway was from at that time. I, I, I just knew that this is a song that my parents were always playing in their own nightclub uh, because they had a nightclub in their in their in their garden, uh, and every party was hearing that track. So the song is playing, and as I'm dancing on the on the on the dance floor, I'm listening to you know. Uh, the, the, the whole song dun, 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 dun. I'm listening to the bass like and, and in my head I was like on the dance floor as I'm listening to that song I'm like I just I didn't even take my coat it was winter time i was on on a shirt i just left the club i called uh so i i called them uncle because they are my elders and they they are my my, my, my dad's bodyguards uh i told maître maître le mabé i was like hey uncle i'll be there in 45 minutes just wait for me He's like, yeah, no problem. I don't know who, which girl I was talking to at that time or who I was with in that club, but I told them, hey, I'll be back real quick because I didn't want to lose that melody. I go, I leave the place, I leave the club. I go to my parents' house. At that time, I was still living at my parents' house. I go to my parents' house, uh, open it, bam, bam, go to my bedroom. Take my little keyboard and I, and I plug everything, plug Cubase or Digital Performer. I don't remember what was I was using at that time. And I type, and that's it. That's all I did. I saved that and I left everything on. And I took I told the taxi, please just wait for me. So he wait for me downstairs. As I was done, I did everything, saved everything. I go back down there, take the taxi. And so listen, Paris is like a, a round island. So the club was exactly on the other side of Paris. I used to live in Porte de la Muette, uh, in the in the good in the the, the the nice neighborhoods, and the Club Atlantis was Porte de Bercy, completely the other side. And I just did Porte de Bercy, La Muette. I recorded that bass line, and then probably cost me. 50 or 60 euros just of taxi but i had to put that baseline there because i knew i would have forgotten it and i don't know i had the feeling i come back home from from uh i go back to the club and whoever i was with my friends the whoever i was talking to uh my best friend lumana was there and i tell them hey and they were hey, where were you? I was like, ah, I had some, I had some crazy idea. I had 
to to record it okay okay cool 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 so now i'm in the club cool da, da, da. the night goes and i come back uh i come back home around 5 a.m 6 a.m i don't i don't know and as i go home i'm still thinking of that baseline and i know that when i came home before going to sleep i turned on my tv and i played uh i don't know if i played some tv or why i remembered about mapuka i don't know why but there was this Mapuka song that was and I was like, oh wow, what if I did a mix of hip hop and Mapuka and Congolese music and Ivory Coast music? Now that I'm now that I have the Ivory Coast nationality, why do I, why don't I do a mix of all this? with some hip hop samples and and I rap on it. And I was like, okay, uh, so I went to listen to a bunch of Mapuka music. I don't know, I don't know where I found Mapuka music. I don't listen, I don't remember. All I know, it was like, okay. I was like, okay, I, so I found an harmonica on my JV, JV synthesizer, JV 2080. I find an harmonica sound and I did so Ondika Kwa was never a coupe de calais track it was always intended to be a hip-hop mapuka but you know my tracks people never call them what they are right now everybody's thinking that something going on is a compa track 10 years ago it was a kizamba and 10 years before it was a it was a zook me i don't care you name them how they you name you name them how they want how you want as long as you buy and make me money so good personally i know that they usually are exactly not what you think i had a message on um because something going on is trending right now i had a message from one 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 haitian uh dance instructor who was telling me send me a private message telling me yeah you know uh Oh, congratulations on your song, like trending. But I believe that you should tell people that it's compa. You don't do this enough. And I was like, it's not compa. There's a, a Guyat solo on top of it, of on that edit. But the original song is uh, a reinterpret. Uh, it's a it's an homage to Cap Verdean music. It's my, my style, Candy Zook with my R&B on top of it and it's a pure homage to the the genius that is Manu Lima the way I played the synth this is Manu Lima that's the inspiration that's the Oliver Ngoma uh, Monique Seca the, 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 the Afro the Afro Zouk as we called it back in the days when I grew up and when and when the song came out I called it a Zouk beat because at that time we, we used to call Cap Virgin music in France. We used to call it Cabo Zouk, Cap Virgin Zouk. So to me, and I 
I never thought about the Kizomba market when I did that song. And I, I didn't even think about uh, high tea either. I was like, no, this is. But that song, when it blew up, everybody said, you're the king of Kizomba now. And I was like, whatever. You like it? Yeah, okay, cool. Listen, music is, is free. You, you call it how you want. If you ask me, I will tell you exactly what it is, but it's going to be too complicated. I understand branding. I understand that sometimes, yeah, listen, if everybody's calling this a Kizomba, it's a Kizomba then. Even if for you, it's not. So good. You have to let people simplify it for their own, their own good. If you start telling them, no, don't call it this. It is actually a this plus that plus that plus that. You lose people. You have to tell them, yeah, 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 it's a Kizomba. So right now it became a Kamba. I don't care. And for Ondikwa, it's the same thing. It was never intended to be a Coupe de Calais because Coupe de Calais didn't exist when I did Ondikwa. In 2002, uh, Stéphane Ducouré, rest in peace, when he arrived, him and the Jet Set, and, and he arrived with the Coupe de Calais concept and, and TV5, and like when the, 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 the Coupe de Calais explosion started from the Ivory Coast DJ plus the, the, the Congolese refugees who started to do a talaku on top of uh, samples of, of, of Congolese, Congolese music, but a little more toward the, the, the dance floors. That's when Coupe de Calais started exploding, but that was in 2003, mid-2003. And that's just at the same time that my Coupe, my, my hip-hop Mapuka on Dikwa came out. So it just surfed on that wave and it became the biggest Coupe de Calais song ever uh, at that time, just because timing. But for me, I was, okay, this is going to be a Mapuka with a little bit of hip-hop and maybe a little bit of Zuglu. So once I'm done with my beat, I did the beat quick. I did the beat probably in 30 minutes, as always. Once I had the... Then I added... And I had, yeah, I had... I had something. I knew I had something. So once I have my song ready, the instrumental ready, I remember calling uh, Anofela Top One to come to the studio. And I called Tia. And I told Tia, listen. So when I was in, in, in Ivory Coast to see my parents, instead of saying hi, everybody was telling me Ondikwa, which means Ondikwa is like, hey, what's up? What you say? What's up? And so I was like, oh, I just found a chorus like this. Keisha on Dikwa. And my answer was, on va gâter le coin. We're going to rip shit up. Hey, what up? We're going to rip shit up. That's what it means. So, so I told Tia, listen, I want you. And Tia, she's really like, a, she grew up in France. She's half Ivory Coast. But she really don't speak with the accent. I mean, at that time, she was really speaking like a, a girl that grew up in France, like me. We, we have a, a perfect French. And I told her, I want you to do the accent. I want you to really exaggerate the accent. So that's when, with Anofela, we coach her to say, And in the beginning, she didn't want to be so, to sound that 
that much because she was like, oh, that's a little bit of caricature. I was like, no, 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 don't worry. This really how I'm hearing it. So we did that. Then I wrote my rap. First of all, I'm fabulous. African, that's marvelous. Uh-huh. Kesha, on dit quoi? On va gâter quoi? Listen. My lyrics, a lot of people sometimes say, oh, yeah, but your lyrics, party songs. No, 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 no. There are messages in there. First of all, I'm fabulous. African, that's marvelous. That's all you need to know. I don't need to explain nothing. That's all you need to know. The whole song is about this. And then after that, I ask for... Uh, Because every time we were joking, uh, I know Fela was doing was was doing the Nushi stuff, and uh, Nushi is like a, a a slang from Ivory Coast, and I know Fela was really good at this. So I asked him between the between the verses and the chorus to give me some of that 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 Nushi stuff to create those those intro, and then after that I ask for a top one who is from Congo Brazzaville to to add the, the, the Congolese flavor, to put the names, the, as we call the Atalaku, and as the, 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 the Mabanga, as we say, where you say the name of people. So, Son Excellence Ngambedo, that's my father. Katin uh, Jolie, that's my mom. And Ilian Joshua Fise Son Père, that's my son that was just born. So, we had that whole thing where we wanted to create a track that, that would represent all of us. And then, After that, I asked Thierry, Delan Thierry Delanay, who is a guitarist from Guadeloupe, or yeah, he's from Guadeloupe, to play Congolese guitars. So that song is a collaboration with Avery Coast, Congo Brazzaville, Congo Kinshasa, and Guadeloupe. And that's, that's the essence of my music. A mix of cultures, always. And then... Uh, When the song was done, the song was so crazy for us that we never thought it would be a hit. We thought, okay, listen, the hit are going to be 88 BPM. They were music, no, music oriented. I didn't know that it would be a hit. Uh, the, the hit were like, you know, Fiona, Te Quiero, those songs were like the Zook songs to me. I thought, yeah, that's what people want for me. So we put that track at number 11, I think, in the album, like far in the album. And uh, when the album came out, that track became the biggest song in Abidjan at that time. So we went to um, a label there and we signed them the rights to produce cassettes. And they just gave us uh, some money, uh, a flat fee. Because, listen, Africa at that time, don't think you're going to get like, oh, we sold that much, so we, we owe you that much. No, no, listen. I was like, listen, give us 10,000 and you can do whatever you want. So we took those 10,000 and with that money, we shot the video. So... The story of the video is that when I was 18, there was a kid called uh, Philip Ibinga uh, who was always with a camera. He was 14 at that time and he was, yeah, walking with the little brothers and he was like, listen, his dream was to walk around with us. 
today he's part of a group called Makita, but at that time, he, his dream was to to be a to make movies. And he was like, ah, oh, big brother. I was like, ah, oh, hey. Back then we had like long hair, like long relaxed hair. We were like, we had our first mustache we were thinking we were like the pretty boys and i mean you know where we were every time i would go somewhere people would know who i was i was like yeah oh this is keisha daughter you know and so there was a party in my house and he came there and he always wanted to hang out around us and he was like hey you know big bro one day i will shoot your music videos i'm like yeah yeah whatever and uh so fast forward, now I'm 28. Yeah, I'm 28. And he's 24. And for some reason, he contacts me. Uh, don't remember why. He was living in, in Italy, in Roma. And he just moved back to Paris. And we reconnect. He was like, hey, big bro, you know, uh, I would love to, you know, hey, I just finished the 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 the. the the movie school and i would love to work with you one day on something and i was like yeah let's meet listen i never saw his work he never shot a professional video nothing i just told him let's meet and uh he was like word i said yeah word let's meet and uh so we meet and i tell him listen i want you to shoot me a video like this 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 and this and this and this and this prepare me a scenario prepare me a synopsis and we have to be ready in two, three weeks. And that was his first video. And that's his biggest videos as well. Uh, so let me show you the video before we continue. I have a place where I should show you. Let me see. Uh, do I have the video? Let me, let me see if I have the video, first of all. Or if I have to download it from my server. On the qua. Let me go to Dropbox where my music videos. I want to show this video. It's important. Kesha, uh, Kesha, on the qua, on the qua. Let me see. I don't have this video. Jusqu'à fatigué, love de toi. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, I don't have the original file. Damn it. Okay, I'm gonna play it from, from YouTube then. Kesha on So that video was shot in um that video was shot in um Calm down YouTube. That video was shot in 16 millimeters. Uh so that's film. Uh, let me turn this off and show you this video. So sadly, I don't have the original. So I only have the back then in YouTube, you had to lower the, cal the quality to upload. But listen, at least I have something. So this is on the quoi.
first of all, I'm fabulous. African, that's marvelous. Uh, Keisha on Dikwa, on Vaga Dikwa. What can I say? I like it. Oh shit, what you wanna stop it? We're dangerous. You better be afraid of us. You don't wanna be afraid of us. Girls wanna do me, moms wanna do me, homos wanna do me too. Kicking with the shoe, then I flew. What you wanna do? Can't stay with you. First of all, I'm scandalous. Watch me now, I'm dangerous. Come on, what you want from us? Mm -hmm. Hot music that's furious. So, one thing that is super interesting about this video is that uh, if you look at the first shot, it's something that Philly being a feel, sorry, feel being a really a cinematographer. In the beginning, uh, when we did the casting, so AC Jordan, who works with me as a, as a singer now, was the director of casting. So when we shot the video, everybody was saying we have to put some dance. First of all, we didn't, we didn't have that much budget because shooting in film costs a lot of money. So first of all, we called a bunch of ex-girlfriends and current girlfriends, and like that's how all the women in the video, plus some friends, all the guys are singers and uh, people that was around us at that time, future artists of my label, etc. And everybody told us, you have to do a video with dancers. It has to, it has to be, you know, Africa, etc. So it has to really represent Africa. And I was like, nah, that's not what I want. I want a hip hop video that looks glamorous, that looks cosmopolitan that looks like me i don't want to look like you know one of those african videos with a bunch of dancers doing choreographies i don't want that and if you look at the first shots it's very important because the first shot is a one it's a one sequence it's a one sequence it's one traveling we had to rehearse the the, the choreography 10 times before shooting look at it again the first shot, you see, it starts like this with the woman walking, the guy from ABG walking, one girl walking, the, the, the little brother of thing, AC Jordan talking to a friend, ABG saying hi to each other, and then me here with my drink. Still the same shot. Then I'm here with my drink. I put it to the, the, the waiter. Then I, I continue walking and I'm still doing my thing. I kiss uh, Linsha. She sits down. Then I go here, and now it's another shot. So the first all 30 seconds is a one shot. That was crazy. Never seen in an African music video. At that time, we are revolutionizing the game already, but we have no idea what we're going to do. Then the whole, the whole video, because it, it really sounds... It's, yeah, it looks like a, a, a hip-hop party. Damn, I see a bunch of ex-girlfriends. It, and it, 
when it came out, it became a revolution because in Africa, today in Africa, all the video clips look of great quality. The, the Burner Boys, the Whiskey, they all have this quality. But 20 years ago, African videos were not like this. So it was the first video of this quality. And this is the reason why it <laughs> it's the reason why uh, uh, this is the reason why when this song came out Trace TV that was a brand new channel started only playing that song it was playing like 30 times a day and this is how it blew up all over Africa Now that that video was crazy. Tatapo, oh, that was crazy. Moko. So, so then we had the video. So first of all, everybody was like, "Wait a minute!" So you want to do a video? You want to do a video? with a bunch of people from with asian girls white girls black girls uh, people from the west indies people from africa everywhere and you want to dress like like yourself have everybody dressed hip-hop and stuff and all the girls dressed like you want to do a pdd style video for a, a mapuka song i was like yeah that's what i want to do and you want your video to be shot by somebody who never shot a video and I was like, yeah, don't, don't worry. I trust him. He just came out of the school and yeah, he's gonna shoot the video. And everybody was like, you crazy. And I was like, no, no, don't worry. Listen, at that time, I'm still wondering how I'm gonna feed my son. But when this song came out, the, the amount of shows that arrived in my planning, listen, now I was my worries were now how am I gonna feed this kid? My worries were when am I gonna see this kid? Because I was I was in a plane to Ivory Coast every two weeks, plus shows all around France, plus Belgium, plus the rest of Africa, and it started growing and growing and growing and growing until what it is today, which is today this song is one of the most iconic songs, and if you say on the quoi, people will reply to you on Vagate le coin. It, it just became part of popular African, francophone African culture. And it's been 20 years. We are celebrating 20 years of this song this year in 2023. So I'm extremely grateful. Uh, I sent a message yesterday to Tia. I sent a message to Anofela. I sent a message to uh, Top One. Uh, I sent a message to everybody telling them congratulations for 20 years of On Um I'm extremely proud of, of all of you guys. Uh, and thank you so much for, uh, for your contribution to my career because this song really is one of those songs that changed everything. And it's still being played like crazy by DJs in all the festivals and stuff. So like, it's one of those songs that are really like timeless. 
and uh the video itself at that time was a revolution nobody ever thought like especially in africa this inspired when i talk to big nigerian artists today uh they tell me when we saw that song we knew we we could do it because we all thought you were an american and then when we realized you were from congo oh it was over and then you were singing like our music and then it became a big coupe de calais song because as always like i told you my songs <laughs> always get renamed by the people but hey it's the will of the people uh but it inspired a lot of people that song it inspired a whole generation of people who are superstars today and uh sometimes i see kids dancing to that song today on tiktok or on in parties i, re I receive like tons and tons of, of videos of people dancing on that song on on around the world and i'm like damn those people don't realize that some of them were not even born when this song came out some people they are 18 it means that they were not born when that song came out and to me this is really a testament to uh the way i see my career the way i do my career and i'm extremely grateful uh to to be lucky enough to to be in this position let me see i'm gonna i'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to see okay Let me see. All right. How much? Whoa. On TikTok. On TikTok, there's 5,327 videos with this song so how can i see that oh wait i'm gonna do that there you go so if i go on tiktok to my profile to my liked videos okay so let me see Where's the play? Where's the play? All right. So on TikTok, there's 5,327 videos of people dancing to this track. I have to post this on Instagram. I'm fabulous, African that's marvelous, uh Kesha on the qua, on vaga tequa, uh What can I say? I rock it, oh shit, what you wanna stop it? We're dangerous, you better be afraid of us. You don't wanna be afraid of us, girls wanna do me, moms wanna do me. So, how old are these girls? 
They're in their 20s. They were babies when the song came out. And look at that. Let me see. Oh, Emma, my friend. Now this classic. I've been looking so many like um, I've been looking at so many like uh, something going on videos that I forget that there's the rest as well and a lot of people are using other songs of mine They don't even dance. Huh? What is he doing? That's a quoi? La sœur de Carmen Sama. Okay. So they're not even using it to dance. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm posting that tomorrow. That's for sure. 5,000 videos. I have to find the right ones. But yeah, you know, this one, for example. What is she doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. So, when did. What is this? When this video started. When this, when this song started. There was no TikTok, and now there's 5,000 videos on TikTok. This is crazy. Nobody's dancing. They're just using, they're just using the track as a as a soundtrack. What is this? Burkina Faso. Listen, I performed that track all over the world. All over the world. 
Oh, it's just a soundtrack. They don't even dance to it. <laughs> That's crazy. Look at him. He was not even an idea. This kid was not even an idea when the song came out. All right. This is crazy. I have to explore the TikTok page of that song and see. What is this? Hey, mama. All these videos are from 2022. All these videos are from now. So because I have a huge trending song with uh, something going on, I'm not realizing that I have a lot of other songs that are just doing some mini trends. Apparently, there's a lot of video with Emma, Emma where they're using that track or, or is it her? I don't know. That's crazy. Okay, I'm saving this. I'm saving this for later. POV, t'as ça dans ton quartier, toi? Ouais, les gars. Il y a un truc que j'ai dans mon quartier que vous n'avez pas dans votre quartier. Regardez, guettez-moi ça. La boxy. 4-5 heures du bas, quand t'as faim, tu viens ici. This is crazy. I'm exploring. Oh, this is the trend. This is the trend that they were starting to, to start. They were trying to start. First of all, I'm fabulous. African, that's marvelous. Uh, Keisha, on dit quoi? On va gâter quoi? What can I say? I rock it. Oh shit. What you want to stop it? We're dangerous. You better be afraid of us. You don't want to be with us. Girls want to do me. Moms want to do me. That would be a good trend. I should restart that trend. I'm going to find some dancers and ask them to restart that trend with people doing the line and dancing. The, the... That's crazy. Madame, c'est quoi? dance it is don't ask me <laughs> pantalon pointu it's emma again uh, apparently every time there's a video of emma they use that song too hey i'm posting this tomorrow Heba, heba, heba. Listen, this is crazy. I have to start looking at TikTok like a few of my songs are there. And sometimes I don't even know that 
they are, you know. <laughs> the fuck? Let me see the other one. Okay, sure. Good life. Good life. I'm losing the subject, but I would like to know if this one as well has sounds. Good life down. There's less videos. There's 500. Well, there's 500 videos. Okay. Let me add it to favorites. Oh, this one too? Wait a minute. Actually, this one, no, this one is not 20 years yet. In 2025, that one will be 20 years. Qui a dit que les hommes avaient besoin de femmes? C'est parti, les gars. On va tout donner, on va tout donner, ma gueule. On va préparer une entrée, un plat, un dessert, un cocktail. Oh my god. These kids were not born when this song came out. Listen. What is this? What is this? Yo. La respiration. Hein. Now we're gonna have to uh, do a whole listening party for the good life, the good life EP. Yo, that's crazy. Play aussi en mode sagacité. Lolo for low. Didi la joie. La route un peu. La souffre au You know what's the crazy part is like when I see people arguing, the Congolese people versus the Ivory Coast people saying, no, it's a Congolese track. No, it's Ivory Coast track. No, the guy who did it is from Congo. And me, I'm like, well, technically, the music is Ivory Coast music, right? It's Coupe de Calais or whatever it was. We named it at that time. But I'm from Congo. But at that time, I had a Congo uh, Ivory Coast passport. So I guess everybody's right. I'm gonna post tomorrow. I'm posting like crazy. I'm gonna like schedule like 20 of them, one every 30 minutes.
what is Soirée avec Negol. All this was in 2022. Pauvre, quand t'es proche. So people have been posting those songs. A few of my songs have been like playing all around TikTok this year. Listen, we're going to have to do a whole live just looking at TikTok because I guess a lot of my songs have a lot of... Hi. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. But hey, listen. Let me go back to my my celebration of of those songs. Uh, let me see if I find on YouTube me performing that song. That's me performing. The, that's in two thousand and three. Paris, 2006. <laughs> Let me see if I can find more of me performing that song. No, I have to play Keisha Abidjan, for example. Keisha in Ivory Coast. Ooh, that was crazy. Allez, c'est voilà, moi, t'es la bouche, tu es, tu le vois, 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 tu
You know, uh, I was speaking earlier with MJ about uh, visions, about dreams. When I was a kid, my dream was to be a, an American hip-hop superstar. I'm just a, a rapper, an American rapper. I always dreamt like, yeah, I want to be a rapper. I want to be famous in the US, etc., etc. And uh, I ended up being an icon in my own country. I ended up having like Congolese people call me legend and people from Ivory Coast calling me legend, people from Cameroon, people from uh, Burkina Faso, people from South Africa, people from everywhere. I ended up um, having people in Portugal, people in Angola, Mozambique, uh, people in the US, everywhere, but by not doing somebody else's music, I created my own lane and I became an artist that performed the music of my continent from Zouk to Kizomba to Coupe de Calais to Rumba to the music of the continent and its diasporas. And when I was like 18, I really was like having those dreams like, oh, I'm gonna be the next Puff Daddy, the next Biggie, the next whatever, the next Rakim, the next Speed Rock and Seal Smooth. That was really like my my idols growing up. And interestingly, without really thinking about it, I designed a path that took me completely in another place where inspired uh, instead of being this kid that was inspired by american artists i became that guy that inspired his own continent and i'm grateful i'm super grateful uh now that we're celebrating 20 years of those iconic songs um and i'm uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do another listening party of of um of that album because it's already there but uh, I might replay some of these shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna upload on reels on Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna replay some moments of shows around the world of that song, uh, moments of the videos, etc. I'm gonna I'm gonna celebrate that moment because a lot of artists do one song and they disappear. It's been 20 years. I'm here. And I'm not going anywhere. So I'm blessed. And uh, a career is never built on your own. You execute 
you create, you offer to the world, but only the world decides if they love it. And the world makes you a superstar. The world makes you an icon. The, the world makes you legendary. Your actions are just actions, but how the people receive it, this is what makes you a legend. So, uh, as I always say at the end of my shows, there's no great artist without a great public. And I'm thankful for all of you for making this career the legend that it is. And listen, 1.8 billion views on TikTok. It's not me. It's you guys. So listen, I'm just blessed. When I was a kid and I was like, I want to be a, an artist. I never thought that it would take me here. So before I let you go, let me check your your comments because I've... Damn, I lost a lot of comments. Where was I? Sheesh. All right. I think I was here. Uh, 20 years already. What happened to the... Listen. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what... When I was talking to Anofela, he was telling me, bro, it's been 20 years. I was like, yeah, bro. 20 years. I should try to call Anofela to know what he's doing. To know if he's... I don't know what time it is. What time is it in Canada? Uh, oh, you were sleeping? Look at look at that. Look at that. Look at that. DJ Gelas, what up, my brother? How is the YouTube channel doing? Mountain of Inspiration. What's good? Uh, Poopy, what up? Je te dis, je te dis, je te dis. In vrai de vrai. You never know what's going to work. Do your best and have faith. I'm going to keep this as a quote and add it to my, my quotes. My automatic quotes. Keisha, I really watched my picture and we look like brothers. I need to talk to your father about that. <laughs> I'm not going to comment that. <laughs> ah, my God. On dit quoi? Un classique. J'ai acheté la cassette à l'époque. L'album It's a Love. Wow, la cassette. En Afrique, alors? À Abidjan? Ou à Kin? Non, Chimanga, c'est pas Abidjan. Ouais, c'est vrai, c'était en cassette à l'époque. Craziness, craziness. Yeah, doing the soul train. That, that could be a nice trend for that track. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna upload them to Instagram and see if I can jumpstart something. Yes, I can. I was looking at my my uh, my TikTok uh, analytics, and I can have analytics by song. And uh, right now, uh, 
something going on, of course, has, uh, I was at, I did 1.8 billion views uh, last month. Of course, it, it, it fluctuates because the trend is, I mean, it's still going strong, but at, at the peak we were, we were doing 10,000, 11,000 new videos per day and 44 million per day. And now we are back at still 4,000 per day. So yesterday there was 4,000 new videos on TikTok, totalizing 12 million views. So we are still at, uh, if we think of, we are at 8 billion. Oh, that's just something going on. For just for something going on, we are now at 1.8 billion views on TikTok and almost 6 million streams. And the top territories are France, Brazil, and the US. Um, and that's, you see, there was like this big trend in the summer and then it went down and then there was this huge trend in December. And now it's going back down and, and, and we'll see if there's another trend. <laughs> Um, but if I go and I take my whole catalog on TikTok, yeah, I have 1.8 billion views in the whole, in one year, which is crazy. But you see, I have others, other tracks that's all, you know, 36 million views for the other version of something going on. 3.3 million for another one, almost 800,000 for another one, another 800 for another version, because I have a lot of remixes that are out. Uh, on Dequa, 500,000 views, a million views for On Dequa, another 7 million views for the original something going on. Then I have another something going on. That's, damn, that's, so that's a lot of views just for something going on. And then you have a... Oh. Interesting. Ghetto Ashanti is doing 200. Oh, that's an instrumental. We'll have to check that one out. African Super Sound System, 2 million views. Okay. What is Indonesia, China, Bangladesh? Yo! Kizomba, 1.6 million views on TikTok. Good Life, 300. So, yeah, I have, I can, I have the whole TikTok analytics song by song. I know exactly what song is making what. So in total this year, I'm gonna start uh, pushing that, that that information to the press. I had in, in one year, 729,000 videos done on TikTok, representing 1.8 billion views. So I gotta say that uh, it was a good year. <laughs> it was a good year. Yeah, I'm um, this guy. There's a lot of people who are like, this him again? And I'm like, you should listen to the songs. In the songs, I said, yeah, it's me again. It's us again. I've been telling you. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? 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 People, people, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me see the rest of your comments before I go. There's always seemed to be a sense of nostalgia in the X2, X4 of a decade for stuff from two decades before with the advent of user-created media sites. 
you're in a unique position. That is very true. What you're saying is very, very true. There's this, uh, from my analytics of the situation and from seeing a bunch of artists before me, um, when you are an artist, there's this point where you think it's a game for young people. So you have like a, a bunch of 18 to 24, 26 years old that are competing for a space, which is a space of performing in clubs and it's a very competitive world. And then by the time they arrive at 26, 28, 30, people are starting to say they are, they are old and they are, ha they are has been. People are starting to say, no, no, no. So they don't book you in the clubs no more. And that's when a lot of people abandon the careers. They abandon and they go work in different fields. They get a regular job or whatever. And uh, this goes until your 40s, 45. And then once all the people who were 20 years old, they get to their 40s, then the nostalgia come begins. And now you are considered gold, you are considered legend, you are considered etc. And if you survive that, that part, you get booked again for old school parties uh, with people who now have a little bit more money that don't go out a lot. But for you, they will come for one show. And you can do one in every city if you have a career that spanned uh, a, a big span and if you are like me and you own a hundred percent of your catalog so every time people are doing tiktok videos you make a bunch of money from streams and every time there's a a spike of nostalgia everybody come and listen to your music and you make money from it and in so now it's, I'm arriving to the point where my first album is 20 years. My songs are 20 years. So I believe that in, in, it's going to start being now people asking me if they can sample, if they can uh, um, sing, re-sing, do covers. Uh, that's that's going to be the next level where you start making money from the young kids that are performing and you just get your your passive income from people sampling your music people uh, uh doing covers of your songs etc that's that's the next move so yeah i'm in a unique and great position and it's by design um Hey Rachel, I came to YouTube to listen to Bien Plus Fort Que Mes Mots since I can't find the original on Spotify and I see that you're live, I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel. What do you mean you can't find the original on Spotify? It's there. Kesha, Bien Plus Fort. There it is, inside of the album, Works of Art. Let me put the link in the chat for you. There you go. Um, and when you go listen to on YouTube, Rachel, was, was it Rachel? Where's her comment? Damn. Damn, so much comments. Rachel, when you go listen to the song, don't forget to leave a comment. 
and say that we talked during the live so I can reply to your comment. Un coucou de la réunion. Oh, la run, ça fait trop longtemps. Il faut que je retourne. La réunion. Quel endroit. The first time I went there, la première fois que je suis allé à la réunion, j'étais en plein chagrin d'amour. Et je suis revenu là-bas. De là-bas, j'étais amoureux. <laughs> hey, Angie. Hey, we have a lot of people tonight. I'm watching you from the UK. Ah, nice. I have to go to London. I have a friend that sends me videos every time that my songs are playing in, in the UK. I'm like, oh, you gotta take me to one of those parties. I'm coming to London. I'm going to London. I'm going to Manchester. I'm going everywhere. It's 9.30 p.m. Let me see if Anofela is awake. Bro. Billions. We're talking about billions. Songs that you were playing like 18 years ago. And now, billions. Billions. J'ai payé la cassette à Kinshasa. Trop de souvenirs, mon frère. Devenez fou quand il écoutait In The Air. In The Air. J'étais persuadé que ça allait être le tube In The Air. Puis finalement, ça a été on dit quoi As far as the videos, I mean, I meant you are able to sort by which one of the videos with your songs has more views, like DJ Keda has a video with your track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can see that. On the TikTok analytics, you can see everything. Even on YouTube now, there's a new analytics uh, because I'm starting to also have a lot of, of, of shorts, which is the the TikTok of YouTube and on, on my in my analytics um, I've seen that um, in my analytics uh, I know there's a TikTok analytic but I have no idea where it is I mean there's a short analytics which is uh, engagement top songs in shorts so you can see uh, something going on there's 625 shorts on uh that's on youtube but uh i um, i know on tiktok i had i don't know if there's a short views you can see by songs but then after that you cannot go like I mean, I think you can see the top shorts with your song. Like Song Andrew, 6 million views. Then Getting Ready, 5 million views. So those are same thing. See? Something going on. So you can see them and who did them. And you can leave your like and maybe put a comment. And I did that. Uh, so you, you have like, in terms of analytics, you really can see like, where they go and then on TikTok you can really view like who did what video how and it's everything is is uh, is by order of of the magnitude magnitude of number of views so it's very interesting Keshia you are a wonderful talented artist and an amazing man with wisdom knowledge kindness generosity oh thank you so much 
She's so rare nowadays. You are one of a kind. Thank you so much. Thank you, Samfi, please. Um, what Sabrina is telling you guys to ask my Insta? Just put the link. Just send them. <laughs> just send them the your send them a direct a direct message on Insta. It's easy. Uh, merci, merci, la minadère. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love the toi. I got the story of love the toi as well. I will do that. Yeah, that's dope. I'm really like, and me who's really into analytics, I have a lot of information and that's cool. So yeah, listen, this is what I had for you tonight. Um, celebrating, uh, um, I'm celebrating 25 years of career this year. So 25 years of my album, I'm Ready, Telephone, Bounce Baby and 20 years of Fiona, Ondiqua, 88 BPM, um, Music Warion, Ondiqua, uh, Te Quiero, like I have a bunch of songs that are turning 20 years this year. And my son is also turning 20 years. So this is a very, very blessed year for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's a year of gratitude i'm super grateful that uh something going on is exploding uh this song is now generating i think 900 euros a week uh, like listen it's like if i was performing every week in a small club uh on top of the rest of the catalog so this is beautiful in terms of uh what's happening and and i'm releasing tracks every every week still i'm not like watching the world go by so uh the next move that i'm gonna do this week is really uh go talk to a lot of uh, a lot of press i want to do a lot of interviews I'm, I'm i'm gonna find maybe a pr that can organize a lot of interviews so we can talk about the success on tiktok plus the 20 years of uh of all these iconic songs and uh this is something that I really want to do. I'm going to have a, through the year, I'm going to do a lot of podcasts. I'm going to be invited in a lot of podcasts, do a lot of interviews and stuff to talk about, about this. Probably will travel to go do interviews uh, in different cities. So yeah, I I can't be, uh, can't feel less blessed than that. It's, uh, it's beautiful. Should do a documentary on my 25 years of career, yeah. It's starting to be uh, something that I, I'm, I'm going to start to invest in. That's for real, for real. It's like Miles Davis with beat creating equipment. Wow. All right. Uh, let me play you uh, to leave you guys. I'm going to leave you with... Uh, what am I going to leave in you? Since we are playing a lot of uh, African music, I'm going to... Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Before I go, let me see if I know he's awake. Uh, I saw you. I saw your message. I do agree. I do agree, Gellas. Let me... Uh, so, wait. Um, let me see if I know he's awake. Because... 
why did he send me now don't worry uh Gellas, i'm thinking when it when it comes to um the documentary or even just the celebration of this i want to organize i want to do a special video when i'm gonna i'm gonna talk with everybody that was there at the beginning of the career so either we go all meet somewhere we do a dinner or just have them on uh i just interview them myself and we talk about everything and then i just do a whole video about with everything I'm, i don't know exactly how i'm gonna do it but I'm gonna I'm gonna think maybe I'm gonna you know travel for that and go and maybe go back to Ivory Coast and and talk to the people that I work with at the time go back to uh, go back to, to 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 the West Indies and because yeah you know me if I do it it's I'm gonna do it I'm not just just gonna ah. but let me see, let me see if let me see if Ano is awake. I don't know where he is, but if it's 9 p.m. in, if he's in Canada, if he's if he's in Canada, it's not too late. If he's in France, it's free. It's 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, I think he's sleeping. I'll send him a message. And tell him the. And tell him that. Uh, I'll tell him that uh, I'll, I'll. I want him. I, I had a message. I sent a message to Tia as well. I want to have them and on Club Shada and talk about the creation of the track, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, at that time they're all sleeping. Probably, I don't know. I don't know where they are. If if he's in France, yeah, he's probably sleeping. So. Yeah, so listen, it's been a pleasure uh, as always to uh, be with you. Don't forget that this show is brought to you by Shadowware, where you can get a sushi raw uh, hoodie uh, like this, and uh, you can also get um, uh, you can also uh, thank the gods of good fortune. It is two point uh, two fifty two a.m. in Portugal. Thanks to all the new subscribers on the YouTube channel, everybody who was on Facebook today. Thank you for all the likes. Th same thing for everybody that's on uh, YouTube. Don't forget that you can donate to the show with super chat on on Facebook and whatever the name is on no super chat on YouTube and whatever the name is on uh, YouTube. Uh, and, uh, I think next week I'll be live on, I won't be live on, on Facebook. So those who are on Facebook watching now, uh, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube because next week I'll be live on YouTube and Twitch. And, um, I'm going to leave you with a track, uh, called, Good life. Wait. I want to uh, listen. I'm going to play. Good, wait. I'm going to play Good Life 2007 or 2010. Let me see. 2007. That's the one. 2010 or 2005. I'm playing Good Life 2010. All right. Shout out, gang. See you soon. Blessings.